All right, time for the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show once again. But before we go into this next podcast show, got to do some promotions and give some shout outs to some businesses that is going on, not just with me, but with the family inside the H-O-U-S-E. And that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. We also have in Atlanta, Georgia, Nails by Amani. You can find her on Facebook as well as YouTube. We have shopneallife.com forward slash F-O-R-R-E-S-T-H-E-A-L-T-H. That is the missus. Heavenlyhairbrand.com. And you can check her out at info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. And last but certainly not least, the newest of the businesses. And that is Forced Crafts and Custom Designs. And you can find me on Twitter at the profits picks or should i say at profits underscore picks and then you can also find me on my youtube channel and if you have any questions you can also email me the profits picks 2019 at gmail.com i'm on amazon audible iHeartRadio, pandora and whichever podcasting platforms you desire to utilize get ready another exciting entertaining profits picks football podcast show coming up right here right now everybody stay safe out there and enjoy the show coming up next one yes i know it's only monday and yes i know monday night football has not even been decided yet at least the winner of the football game has not been decided as of yet but monday night football for week eight and an actual monday night football game it was it was decided months ago back in the month of may that we would have a game for Tonight, this is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast, and once again, I know that it's Monday, and I know that the Monday Night Football game has not even started, or the outcome has not even happened yet, but I will give you the winner for this week's Thursday Night Football game, and it is an old school AFC Central Division in the old NFL alignment battle between the three and four Tennessee Titans at the four and three Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yes. Thursday night football week nine is coming up right here, right now, here on the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show. But first... It is approximately 7.04 p.m. Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. I hope everybody had a wonderful day on today. I hope everybody's Monday today was absolutely and totally spectacular. Uh, Mine was good. I learned a lot, learned a lot on, uh, on the job. I learned a lot about myself on the job and outside of the job, which is always good. And today was a good day. 6.04 p.m. Central Daylight Time here at the Prophets Pick Studio forward slash media center in the icy cold city of Houston, Texas. We had some rain 
come in and uh, it's been cloudy all day and uh, that rain last night in the middle of the night early into the morning and it rained on and off a little bit today brought in that cold front and it is cold outside because of the wind chill factor a lot of you that are in other parts of the country where it snows on the regular will probably want to just smack me in the face because I am saying that 46 degrees is cold but when it was 93 degrees on Friday and 80 something degrees on Saturday and you notice that it got a little bit cooler on Sunday going into the night then it rained and it dropped from the 80s to the 40s yeah that is a swift change and that's what I think people from the north don't get a lot of when it comes to an understanding of that 6.05 p.m. once again central here at the Prophet's Pick studio forward slash media center watching an old college football game I don't know which college football week it was I do know as I was telling the missus here on the show last night I deleted a crap load I told her I deleted a crap load last night and on uh, yesterday afternoon and told her that again today so uh yeah as I watch I delete and a lot of them I don't even watch and I just go ahead and delete even though they can probably be saved for the offseason when I am jonesing for a football game 5.06 p.m. Mountain good afternoon and 4.06 p.m. Pacific this is week 9 Thursday night football prediction show on a Monday October the 30th the day before Halloween 2023 once again the three and four Tennessee Titans at the four and three Pittsburgh Steelers if you are in Alaska whatever time you listen thank you for listening the point is that you do in fact listen and that is 307 p.m. Alaskan time and the last shall be first and the last is my favorite Aloha Maui Pearl Harbor Islands, Waikiki in uh, Waikiki County, or should I say Honolulu County, and the capital of Hawaii, Honolulu, 1.07 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. It is basically November, everybody, and it is literally 60 days left in this year. 31 days left in the month of December. There are 31 days in this month, but only a day and a half left in this month. And there are 60 day, 30 days, excuse me, in the month of November. There is your 61 days and in the year, technically 63 days, but if you want to be super technical about it today is almost over so 62 and a half days left in this year and uh yeah on wednesday november the 1st it will officially be 60 days remaining in the year of our lord and savior jesus christ 2023 once the fifth once the 60th day hits it will be November the 2nd, 2023, 
And that means that it will be time yet again for another NFL Thursday night football game. In this prediction show, for the last time, I'm going to give you my predicted winner between the three and four Tennessee Titans of the AFC South at the four and three Pittsburgh Steelers of the AFC North. And once again, week nine, Thursday Night Football Prediction Show. All right, let's get right into the marrow of the bone of this show. Ain't even going to deal with the meat. We're just going to go straight to the marrow, baby. And in this one, hopefully it will be Kenny Pickett versus... Um, I was getting ready to say Trevor Lawrence, but that happened on yesterday. But hopefully it will be Kenny Pickett versus um, Will Levis at quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Um, Those Titans fans that are out there, hit me up. The Prophets Picks 2019, as you heard in the uh, the promotions portion of the show before the show started. If you want to see Kenny Pickett versus Will Levis, or if you want to see Kenny Pickett versus Ryan Tannehill, Hit me up if that's what you want to see. Now, part of the reason for me doing the Thursday night prediction show for week nine and doing it as early as I am, normally I do it on Tuesdays, Tuesday afternoons, uh, either during the lunch hour or after work, immediately after work. Um, But if you notice, last few weeks I've done it on Monday. Even if I don't have a good feeling of who I feel will win the game. I still have gotten myself into doing the Thursday night football prediction show, even though there's still one more game left to be played in that current NFL week. I've gotten myself in the habit of doing the Thursday night football prediction show on a Monday. Here's the reason why. I want to make certain that it is not only well etched in stone that my prediction was either correct or wrong, but if in fact I nailed the final score right on the head, just like I did a few years ago during the pandemic, 21 to 20, Eagles and Giants. That was the final score of that game. I predicted that that Tuesday morning. And that was the outcome that Thursday night and I didn't know until right before I got ready to record the Thursday night football results show that Friday afternoon during the lunch hour in Boca Raton, Florida on the Province Fix Football Podcast. I want to make certain that my prediction is not late on a Wednesday, not late on a Thursday, hours before the game. No, 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 no. I want to make certain that it is days in advance. And the only way I can make it one day further in advance is if I do it not on Tuesdays, but on Mondays, even though there is still a Monday night football game to watch unfold on tonight. And excuse me, with that being said, the Pittsburgh Steelers are coming off of a Sunday afternoon, week eight loss 
to their old school AFC Central nemesis, one of their nemesis, and that is the Jaguars. The other team that has a huge problem with the Pittsburgh Steelers in the old AFC Central alignment is the Baltimore Ravens. And we know that the Baltimore Ravens is currently a hated division rival for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not just that, but they are also the team that we formerly known as the Cleveland Browns pre-NFL realignment once the Texans was birthed right here in the city of Houston. The other team that hates the Pittsburgh Steelers are the current Cleveland Browns. And they are in the same division. The Bengals from that old AFC Central alignment in the NFL is another team that Pittsburgh fans and the team and the franchise hates with a passion. But there is one more team from that old AFC Central alignment, formerly known as the Houston Oilers and currently known as the Tennessee Titans. And the number one problem that the Tennessee Titans have going into this game Thursday night, November the 2nd, 7.15 p.m. Central will be the kickoff time, 8.15 Eastern, once again on Prime Video. The Tennessee Titans' number one problem, they have not won one single road game this 2023 NFL season. And the interesting thing about this game is, will Thursday night be the first time the Tennessee Titans win a game on the road in the 2023 NFL season? The Jaguars won on yesterday in Pittsburgh against Pittsburgh 20 to 10. The Atlanta Falcons had a less than an hour flight to Nashville, Tennessee, because Nashville and Atlanta are literally right there in the deep south. Obviously, Georgia Bulldogs and the Tennessee Volunteers from the SEC East. But nevertheless, Atlanta is not Georgia and Atlanta lost 28 to 23 to the Titans. What is the point? Titans coming off of a home victory with rookie quarterback Will Levis and the Pittsburgh Steelers are coming off of a home loss against one of their former nemesis from the old AFC Central alignment. I sort of kind of missed the AFC Central alignment days, right? You had six teams in the AFC Central. You had the totality of the AFC North as it's structured right now. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. And then you had a third of the AFC South as it's structured now. A third meaning there was no Indian in Indianapolis Colts football team in that division because the Colts were, of course, in the AFC East. The Texans weren't even thought of. They weren't even in existence back then. So it was only actually a two fur, only two of the current formatted AFC South teams was a part of that old AFC Central alignment in the NFL. And that was the Jaguars from the AFC South and these Tennessee Titans. Colts were in the AFC East and the Texans were not even known or even heard of. But everybody knew eventually 
that the NFL was going to eventually bring back um, professional football to the city of Houston because the Titans used to be the Houston Oilers and the city of Houston had a pretty good football franchise for a very long time before the Oilers moved to the city of Nashville, Tennessee. And fast forwarding it, fast forwarding everything up into today's current time and dispensation, the four division, eight division, 32 NFL league. And that is, of course, the AFCs and NFCs, North, South, East, and West. And uh, we have a Tennessee Titans football team that is third in the AFCs, nor I almost said Central, that is third in the AFC South. <laughs> And the Tennessee Titans, once again, three and four, coming off of a victory at home against my Atlanta Falcons. And we have a Pittsburgh Steelers team that is second currently. Pittsburgh Steelers doing a pretty good job. They are currently holding on to second place in the AFC Central. And uh, yeah, they are four and three in, once again, the AFC North Division, right behind Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore pretty good this year. They continue to win. They are six and two. The Jacksonville Jaguars they won on yesterday. They are pretty good. They continue to win as well. And uh, both of those teams are looking to make it to the postseason. All right, what else do we need to know about this upcoming Thursday night football game for Week Nine? in the NFL I will tell you right now and that is this the Tennessee Titans are of course leading well wait a minute are they leading let me see here Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, they have played in a total of 80 games over the years Pittsburgh Steelers are the ones that's leading the series overall 48 victories and 32 losses 45 and 31 in a regular season three and one is the postseason record now we'll give you the po- those postseason games in a moment because these two teams do not play every single year because both of these teams as i forestated multiple times over the last few minutes they are in different divisions and It is the NFL's job to make certain that there is a rotation of divisional and non-divisional as well as non-conference play. And this year just happens to be the year that the AFC North goes up against the AFC South and the majority of those teams from the AFC South used to be in the AFC Central. And once again, the Steelers lead this series all time. 48 victories and 32 losses. First time these two teams met, September the 20th, 1970. 19-7 victory for the Houston Oilers at that point in time. First time these two teams met, 
the team formerly known as the Houston Oilers, currently known as the Tennessee Titans, won. The last time these two teams met, December the 19th, 2021, 19-13 victory for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Once again, first time these two teams met, Titans won. Then the Oilers, most recent game between these two teams, a couple of years ago, Steelers won. The Titans, 34-31, January the 11th, 2003. That was a Saturday game. That was the last time that the Titans and the Steelers met in the postseason. The first time these two teams met in the postseason, of course, was in the late 70s, 34-5. to was the final score, January the 7th, 1979. My birth year, January the 6th. 1980, Pittsburgh 27, Houston 13. Obviously, Pittsburgh Steelers lead this series all-time. Three victories and one loss in the postseason. Last time these two teams met, I already told you, it was 2003. But back in 1989, December the 31st, New Year's Eve, by the way, that year, it was a 26-23 victory for the Pittsburgh Steelers here in H-Town. Steelers beat the Oilers by three back in 1989 December 1989 I was nine years old all right excuse me the next thing we need to know about in this matchup coming up between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans this will be the 81st meeting of all time and once again Pittsburgh leads that postseason series three victories and one loss and they lead the series overall 48 victories and 32 losses. Titans are third in the AFC South. Once again, I would just like to remind everybody about that. And the Steelers are holding on to that second place. And the reason why I say that is because Cleveland, four and three. Cincinnati, four and three. Three teams with a four and three record. In the AFC North. And I'm going to be honest. That is going to be. One of the most difficult divisions. For any team. To try to grasp. Get a uh, get a stranglehold upon. In these upcoming weeks. Because. The Ravens. They are definitely going to have to play. The Steelers, the Browns, as well as the Bengals, at least once more later on this season. And those games are not going to be easy. Um, Just elaborating on that point really quickly, getting away from the upcoming matchup between Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is going to have to see Cleveland later on this season again. And Cleveland, quite frankly, they should have won that first meeting. Cleveland only lost by four on yesterday to a very tough, gritty NFC West Seattle Seahawks team. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Seattle Seahawks now lead the NFC West. And that's because the San Francisco 49ers lost on yesterday. Just goes to show you what's going on out there. Yeah, Seattle is five and two, which is just really shocking at this point in time. San Francisco 49ers have lost three games in a row. Um, Getting back on track here, the Bengals went on the road and they won on yesterday. 
31 to 17. And I keep telling everybody the Bengals are going to do what they have done since Zach Taylor and a healthy Joe Burrow has been in Cincinnati, as well as let's not forget the defensive coordinator. Uh, um, is it John Bonamago? He's got a weird last name. Uh, it's a cool last name, but it's a weird. It's a really weird, cool last name. Uh, anyway, and then let's say Cincinnati, Cleveland. Uh, who else? And then Baltimore. The game that I forgot to predict a winner of this past Sunday on yesterday. Baltimore went on a road in the NFC West. A a huge road trip. They went from the East Coast, Atlantic Eastern Standard Time in Baltimore, Maryland, right down the street, not far from our capital. And they defeated the Arizona Cardinals out in the desert where the last Super Bowl was played at this past February. So AFC North is a tough division. And when you add in the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers lost on yesterday, and you add in the fact that Cincinnati won, and you add in the fact that Baltimore won, there's not much more room for error for any team in the AFC North. Now, Elaborating a little bit on the Titans before we go into the final stages of this prediction show. And that is this. I honestly don't think anybody is going to catch the Jaguars in that AFC South division. And you can almost argue that I sort of kind of jinxed the, ja- uh, the Chiefs last week because I did say multiple times the only way that anybody in the AFC West was going to catch the Kansas City Chiefs is just the Chiefs just simply fell apart for the rest of the season and the Chiefs lost to their division rivals at least once going down the stretch while they were in the process of falling apart mode but the Broncos the Raiders and the Chargers not only need the Chiefs to fall apart but they also need to win all of their games coming up and the Broncos did that on yesterday They got step one because there was only one game remaining against the Chiefs for the regular season and they won it. So Chiefs and Broncos split this year. And the other teams in the division, they got to not only beat the Chiefs, but they got to win all of their games for the remainder of the season. And they got to hope that the Chiefs fall apart. And I don't see that scenario playing itself out in the AFC West. I just don't see that playing itself out. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Trying to keep my throat together here. As I will now go in depth into the details of what we all love, us critical thinkers, those of us that love to go inside the numbers. And, excuse me. And it's finally time for me to do just that. Time for me to go inside the numbers here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. And I will start off with the last five games for your Tennessee Titans. A loss to the Cleveland Browns, 27-3. A victory 
over the Cincinnati Bengals 27-3. Go figure, right? Titans lost the game 27-3. Then they won a game 27-3. A loss to the Indianapolis Colts 23-16. A loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Speaking of the Baltimore Ravens, lost to those guys 24-16. And then a win against my Atlanta Falcons on yesterday. Of course, I am nothing pleased about that. Falcons were losing big, but they came back and they played hard and they played tough. And, you know, one thing that I didn't think about, Falcons head coach went back home on yesterday and he went up against his former boss and that coaching staff out there in um, Nashville, Tennessee. So at the end of the day, yeah, good job for the Tennessee Titans. Awesome job for um, the rookie quarterback, Will Levis. And Will Levis, the current quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, he is once again a rookie from the University of Kentucky. And the question for him going into this game is, number one, will he even start? Because Ryan Tannehill may come back for inj- may come back, excuse me, from injury, or he may not. So the jury is still out for Ryan Tannehill coming up this Thursday night. And that's only a few days away all right last five games for the pittsburgh stillers and it reads a little something like this 23 to 18 win for the rate uh stillers against the raiders that was a primetime game i think it was monday night i don't remember to be quite honest with you um a loss to the houston texans that was on a sunday that one i do remember because i was shocked when that happened Baltimore, 17 to 10 win. I was a little bit surprised at that as well. As a matter of fact, I was a lot surprised at that. <clears throat> I thought for certain that the Ravens would win, but that is just another situation where you have a team in a division that you just pull all the stops for and you end up winning and all of the records for divisional games the records and the record books are thrown out of the window. I believe that is the saying. Going on a road, defeating the Rams, and I had a feeling the Steelers would beat the Rams on the road, but I was just being rebellious in that prediction show and disobedient because the Rams defense was really looking good. Paying attention to trim trends, excuse me, not trims, but trends, and uh, being visually prophetic. I saw that loss happening against the Rams, but... I also thought the Rams defense, <clears throat> excuse me, from what I had seen, was playing a lot better. And then on yesterday, Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yet another game I saw the Steelers losing, but I did not go with my first gut feeling, which you always should go with your first gut feeling. I went with the safe pick, which was the Steelers at home. And with that being said, guess what? Last five games. Titans are two and three for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Last five games, Pittsburgh Steelers are not two and three. They are three and two. 
And that is the biggest difference right now, excuse me, between these two teams. Because here's the thing. If Ryan Tannehill does not start this Thursday night, you're going to have a Steelers defense that is going to feast off of a rookie quarterback. This is not an Atlanta Falcons defense that is still learning what their identity is. This is not an Atlanta Falcons football team under Arthur Smith that is still learning what and who they are under his leadership as their franchise head coach. No, ma'am. No, sir. That's not what this is. What this is is a Pittsburgh Steelers football team that knows exactly who they are that knows what their identity is and they have known these things for quite some time because Pittsburgh is always Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh will always be Pittsburgh under the leadership of Mike Tomlin and I would go as far as to say even after Mike Tomlin has left there the next coach that they get is going to continue the tradition on because you just got to remember Pittsburgh Steelers have been around since what? The 60s? Maybe late 50s? Right? Possibly longer? They have only had three head coaches. Only three. Mike Tomlin is one of them. And he's the current one. And he's been in Pittsburgh for double digit years. So you're going to have a Steelers defense to make my point. Feasting off of a rookie quarterback. In Will Levis. And if not Will Levis, a bruised, beat up, battered, injured Ryan Tannehill. The Titans defense is pretty good, but you got to remember they did, in fact, give up 23 points on yesterday to my Atlanta Falcons, and they almost allowed the Falcons to come back and beat them. The Steelers gave up 20 points on yesterday and only scored 10. And that's been part of their main issue this season. It has been their offense and what their offense has either done or not or not done or not done enough. Whichever one you want to go with, um, all three of them is the proper uh, explanation for their offense this year. Bottom line, it's got to get better. They got to figure out what it is that they're going to do. Because the offense is not carrying the defense. The defense is carrying the offense. And the Steelers' defense is historically giving up a ton of yardage. More than what they normally would. The offense is under 300 yards. 292.0 to be exact. Steelers' offense, 212.3 of that 292.0 is... Coming off of the arm of Mr. Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky when he has had to go in for an injured Kenny Pickett. And then the Steelers offense not running the football well at all. Only 79.7 total yards on the ground per game of the 292.0 total, which is just mind boggling when you think about it because the Steelers are still one game above 500. And if things had went just just a little bit differently on yesterday there would have been two games over 500 with a poultry 79.7 total yards on the ground per game and this is after eight weeks of competition ladies and germs 
That 292 total yards will host a Titans defense that is allowing 362.6, 255.1 of that 362.6 being allowed through the air by the Titans secondary. And then 107.4 of that 362.6 is being allowed on the ground. And if the Steelers can match wits with the weaknesses in the rush defense of the Titans, then I believe the Pittsburgh Steelers will get the job done and they'll get the job done quickly, successfully with that home crowd in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, cheering behind them and cheering Titans visitors as well as the Titans football team. Titans offense over 100 yards rushing per game after eight weeks of competition, 115.9, 321.9 total. And I just gave you what it was on the ground. Through the air, a portion of that 321.9 total has come to 206. That 321.9 total yards of offense per game is going to go up against a Steelers defense that I told you a few minutes ago is way over 300 yards. As a matter of fact, it's over four, which is historically bad. 401.4 to be exact. Now, they're not giving up a 300-yard passer every single Sunday. However, Steelers uncharacteristically giving up 137.1 on the ground per game. That's the average. They don't give that up every week. It's just the average. 401.4 total, 264.3 of that 401.4 total through the air, 137. Again, 137.1 of that 401.4 total being allowed on the ground. And that's a lot of yards. I mean, if I was to call my Uncle Ricky, right? Or if I was to call my father, my natural father in South Florida, and I said, yo, Unc, did you know that the Steelers is giving up 137.1 per game? Of course, the first thing out of his mouth is going to be like, well, that's not every single week they've given that up. But... This is what I always tell people. If you give up a lot of points in one game, it's going to take a very long time for that average points allowed per game to go down. If you give up a lot of yards through the air or on the ground in one week or two weeks, guess what? It's going to take some time for that average that you allow, that mind-boggling average that you allow It's going to take some time for that to go down to like what you are used to allowing or what you're used to gaining or whatever you want to call it. So and on Sunday, yesterday, Pittsburgh Steelers gave up 79 yards to Travis Etienne running back, the talented running running back from University of Clemson National Championship winner. And then the rest of the Jaguars franchise quarterback Trevor Lawrence got 10. Tank Bigsby, the rookie, I believe from Auburn University, he got nine yards. And then uh, Dearness Johnston, Johnson, excuse me, former uh, Cleveland Brown. This young man got eight yards on two carries, so he was averaging four yards per carry 
Uh, if they had let him get back, got, if they had allowed him to get back on the football field, I think he probably would have started to get a few more yards than that. But that's neither here nor there. We know the work workhorse is Travis Etienne Jr., whether he's catching the football through the air or running the football on the ground. Once again, he had 79 yards on the ground and no rushing touchdowns. He had 70 yards through the air and a receiving touchdown. So uh, Pittsburgh, get it together, man. You guys, y'all slipping. Y'all slipping and tripping. You're slipping and tripping. All right, that's what I used to say way back in the day uh, before I met the missus, uh, before I even thought about being married or even before I thought I was ever going to even be married. I used to say that all the time. Look, you're slipping and tripping, and that's what Pittsburgh is, in fact, doing. All right, it's been almost 40 minutes, the 81st meeting of all time between Tennessee and Pittsburgh will unfold this way. 23rd offense points scored per game for the Titans going up against the 17th ranked defense in points allowed per game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Titans 18.9 per game going up against a Steelers defense that is allowing three touchdowns per game. 29th offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against a Titans defense that is ranked 13th in the NFL points allowed per game. 16.1 total points scored per game for the Steelers offense. Again, I've already told you their offense has been anemic at best. They're barely surviving. And that small amount of points will go up against not even uh, two touchdowns in a field goal. It's barely uh, two touchdowns in a field goal. But uh, yeah, going up against the Titans defense that is allowing uh, two touchdowns and two field goals per game. So a touchdown, seven. Touchdown and extra point, seven. A touchdown and extra points, uh, seven more. That's 14. A field goal, three points. That's 17. Another field goal, that's three more points. That's 20. That's what the Titans has given up per, per game. And that's pretty good. That's pretty good. If you are allowing def- uh, teams to get at least 20 points or less, then your percentages in winning that game is strikingly higher than you may think but the question that you all have for me is who's going to win this football game I don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback as of yet if it's Ryan Tannehill the Titans are definitely going to lose this game and they're going to lose it big Will Levis after his four touchdown performance on yesterday against my Atlanta Falcons I'm going to say this again Steelers defense is not the Falcons defense but Steelers do have some players that is out injured and they will more than likely not be playing in this football game on this coming Thursday night. I got to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers again this week. I went with them last week. They are averaging about 21 points per game. I got to say 24 points. And I got to say the Titans are going to hang around, especially once again, if it's a young, nifty, healthy Will Levis. I pray to Jesus that nobody gets hurt in this football game. And the final will be Pittsburgh 24, Tennessee Titans 20. Not in overtime, in regulation. 7.45 p.m. Eastern, 6.45 p.m. Central, 5.45 p.m. Mountain, and 4.45 p.m. Pacific. Everybody have a great rest of your Monday evening. I almost said Tuesday because normally I do the Thursday Night Football Prediction shows on Tuesday. But I already explained to you all why I don't do that any longer. And it is approximately 46 degrees outside with a wind chill factor. So, and the sun is down. It is dark. Don't go out there. It's cold. Trust me. All right. That's it. Thursday night football, week nine.
Steelers 24 and the Titans 20. I will be back tomorrow. Monday Night Football results show. I will talk about the results from tonight's game that is about to kick off in less than 30 minutes. And I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Prediction shows will return tomorrow as well and a lot earlier than you think. Week 9 Thursday Night Football prediction show at an end. Tennessee 20, Steelers 24. One.